The following program is produced by Sage Advertising and Marketing. The views and opinions of the host and guests are not necessarily those of this station. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio has helped thousands of listeners make the right decisions when buying homes or refinancing. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Peter Padilla here with you again, just like I am every week, enjoying my conversation with real estate industry experts throughout the state, throughout the country. We talk with people every day here at our offices about the nuances of real estate. Right now, one of the big nuances is kind of a nuance, a nuisance. Yeah, it's a nuance to a nuisance. The high prices, the affordability factors. Now, in northern Nevada, that's our big issue. But across the country, prices are starting to level off. In some cases, prices are even trending down. So the market moves in funny cycles. It's always moving. And most people get interested in buying a home when the market starts to move up. And that poses a big challenge for other buyers at that time because it creates high demand. The wise investor looks for deals when the market is going down. I don't know who that famous investor was, but he said that he buys investments when there's blood running in the streets. Essentially, when things aren't going too well in the economy and prices of commodities and investments go down, that is when you should be looking at real estate amongst other types of investments because that's when they're priced properly. The challenge most people have, however, when prices go down is that they typically don't have any money either because the market has gone down. So people have gone through tough times. They might have lost a job. They might have lost some money on their other investments. That's why one of the most important things you can do is always save money and always protect your credit because you don't always need cash to make a purchase if you have good credit. Today on our radio show, we're talking about improving your credit. We're talking about incorporating businesses if you are in the investment real estate side. And you're talking about also taking care of your property. One of the biggest things you need to take care of in your property is the floors. So later in the show, Mike Callahan is going to be with us. He's going to be talking to us about a company called Spiffco. That's right, Spiffco. Like Spiffy? Spiffco. And we're going to be talking about how to take care of those floors in your home, whether you're buying, selling, or you're just living and enjoying your home. The holidays are coming in quickly. You want to make sure things look great. Sherry Hill is going to be with us too. And Sherry is the wealth protection diva at Sage International, talking about investments and real estate for investment and how you need to hold your real estate investments in some type of an entity, like a corporation, an S-corp, a C-corp, or an LLC. Sherry has great ideas and suggestions for you as a real estate investor. But let's get back to the credit score improvement. That's the biggest thing you can do at any time because whether the market is good or the market is challenging, if you have great credit, you really have access to money to pull the trigger on investment deals. So let's look at the credit score breakdown. One of the biggest factors that is involved in your credit score is the credit score history, your payment history. So past delinquencies, debt ratios, the average age of a file, the mix of credit itself and how many times you check your credit, those are the five things that really have the biggest impact. But 
Payment history. Now, you can't beat it because that tells people how you are about paying your bills. That makes up 35% of your credit score, more or less. The next thing is the debt ratio. How much debt you have versus how much income you have. And typically, uh, debt ratio should be no more than 30% of your income. The average age of your accounts. How old are those accounts? The longer you have an account, especially if it's a good account, the more it's going to impact your credit score. 15% of your credit comes from the age of your credit profile. Item number four, mix of credit. So depending on what types of credit you have, that's going to impact the kind of score that you have. So let's say all you have is a credit card. Well, that's only one type of credit. And so you have to have other kinds. If you have a mortgage, if you have a rental, if you have anything at all that is related to real estate, it's going to give you a better credit score. If you have a car payment, that's going to give you a different kind of a trigger. And if you have furniture payment or you have some other type of account that you are rolling over and paying every month, well, that's going to help you get a better score as well. Mix up your credit a little bit. Look at your credit report. See what kinds of credit items you have on your credit report. And then ask yourself if maybe that's not impacting the reason that your score isn't what you would like it to be. If you have questions about your credit score, you want to get some guidance from me, I'm happy to talk to you anytime. Give me a call here after the show, 775-223-3428. Or visit Peter at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. We'll be back on Nevada Real Estate Radio with our in-studio guests. After this message. The Nevada Women's Expo, October 15th and 16th at the Grand Sierra Resort, offers women the best in business, life, style, and health resources. Featuring lots of exhibitors, unique products and services catering to the many needs of women at every stage of life. Indulge yourself at the Nevada Women's Expo, October 15th and 16th, Grand Sierra Resort. Shop around, try new things, learn new things, lots of free stuff. Visit NevadaWomensExpo.com. There is risk in owning investment real estate in your personal name. Sage International Incorporated, a local business, has been helping new and seasoned real estate investors with their real estate investment strategy by forming LLCs, series LLCs, and corporations for over 23 years to protect their real estate assets. Call 775-786-5515 for a free 30-minute consultation. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla. Pleased to be with you today on a nice fall day. I'm enjoying the changing seasons, beautiful colors, fresh weather, and the anticipation of a really fun winter season in northern Nevada. If we can get the same kind of snow that we got last year, we're going to have a fantastic watershed skiing, snowshoeing, hiking, and just looking at the beautiful scenery. That's why many, many people move to northern Nevada, appropriately named the biggest little city when you talk about Reno because we have all of the big city amenities, but we have a small town feel. Everywhere I go, I meet people that I already met or I've seen them somewhere else, and somebody says they've heard us on the radio show, and it's just a really nice community that we have, and vibrant too. Vibrant when we're talking about real estate and real estate for investors. We talk on the show with realtors all the time because they're the ones that are really driving the machine when it comes to buying and selling a home. But there are so many moving parts. There is the title and escrow company. There are the home inspectors. Then you have the appraisers. And if you're going to be building a home, of course, you got the guys with the hammers, contractors out there putting things together. 
On top of that, if you're selling a home that's already there, well, of course, you need work done on it. Sometimes you need paint. Sometimes you need a roof. Sometimes you need some work on your floors, be they carpet or hardwood. Well, today on the show, we're going to invite a guest that I met recently as I'm out and about in the city, and his name is Mike Callahan. He is the owner of Spiffco Specialty Flooring Clean. You're going to enjoy talking with him later on the show and hearing what he has to say. Also with us, of course, is Sherry Hill from Sage International is going to join us. You know Sherry Hill. She's the wealth protection diva. She helps people incorporate their businesses and manage their businesses and run their businesses because she's one smart cookie. You know, Sherry Hill was involved with the original first publication of the Rich Dad, Poor Dad series by Robert Kiyosaki. She was part of that whole process when he launched that huge real estate campaign in the 90s, and she continues to do it today. People still call Sherry because of her work with Robert Kiyosaki. Of course, Sherry's done all sorts of other wonderful things. You'll hear from her later in the show. And then, of course, our expert in thinking outside the globe, Rocket Tom is going to join us with some outstanding guidance and advice on today's show. We're going to be back after this quick message, so please hang on. This is Gino Borges from Open Path Investments. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla right here on K-Hit, 1450 AM and 94.1 FM. Street Smarts on the house. Buying investment real estate is a big decision. Getting the right mortgage is critical. This is Michelle Holbert, NMLS 184194 and MLB 3723 from Caliber Home Loans. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be your best investment purchase of a lifetime. When you find the right property at the right price, you'll need to be pre-approved for your mortgage to lock in your deal with the seller. Caliber Home Loans is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit www.michelleholbert.com or call 775-284-1922. This is Michelle Holbert from Caliber Home Loans. Caliber Home Loans, located at 6530 South McCarran Boulevard, Reno, Nevada, 89509. Equal housing lender. Gather your girlfriends for a day of fun and pampering at the Nevada Women's Expo October 15th and 16th, Grand Sierra Resort, NevadaWomensExpo.com. SunTech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call SunTech Solar Screening for a free estimate. 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening. There is risk in owning investment real estate in your personal name. Sage International Incorporated, a local business, has been helping new and seasoned real estate investors with their real estate investment strategy by forming LLCs, series LLCs, and corporations for over 23 years to protect their real estate assets. Call 775-786-5515 for a free 30-minute consultation. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Pleased to be with you today. I'm just uh, one happy camper because I've got so many good friends and family. And in northern Nevada, tons and tons of great businesses that I'm working with every day. 
A lot of people want to get started buying a home, but it's a challenge because of the way that the pricing has gone on homes. It continues to go up. We're going to talk later in the show about the statistics that we just got today from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors that will give home buyers a little bit of hope because prices are stabilizing. In fact, they've backed off just a little bit. But where? What parts of Northern Nevada are the best places to get the best values? We're going to tell you that later in the show. We're also going to uh, hear from Sherry Hill and from Mike Callahan from Spifco. But again, if you're looking to buy a home, you need one thing, cash. You need the money. How do you get that? You have to get a mortgage if you don't have all the money in your pocket. And when it comes to getting a mortgage, one of the persons I recommend is Lou Carr. Lou is the branch manager at Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. Lou is a fantastic mortgage lender, and Summit Funding is a fantastic mortgage lending company. It's all they do. They're a bank, but they don't take safe deposit box money. They don't take checking account money. They don't do savings account money. They do one thing mortgage loans. So they're really good at what they do. And I encourage you to visit with Lou before you start shopping for a home. You've got to make sure that you can afford the home that you're looking for. And then you'll be out and about shopping with something that is a value to many, many people. A pre-approval letter from Summit Funding. When a realtor sees that you've been pre-approved by Summit Funding, they know you're serious and that you have the capacity to purchase a home and make the mortgage payments. Want to find out more? Give Lou Carr a call today. His telephone number in Reno, Nevada and Sparks, 775-626-0775. And tell Lou Carr that Peter Padilla sent you. With me in the studio today, I have Mike Callahan. And Mike is the owner of Spiffco. Spiffco is a specialty cleaning company. I had a chance to meet Mike recently. Really liked the way he talked about the business and about his company. Welcome to the show, Mike. Thank you, Peter. I'm really excited to be on your show today. I was really happy when I met you and you mentioned that you had a radio show that uh, talks to realtors. We uh, deal with realtors uh, quite often, mm-hmm. and we can provide a lot, a lot of services to help them uh, help their clients get their house sold or help get their new clients into their house and have everything nice and clean and spiffy. Yeah, and everybody, everybody wants that, right? Everybody wants that nice, clean, spiffy house. I, that's why I, I love the name of your company, Spiffco. Do I have to ask what Spiffco <laughs> means? <laughs> it's, it's just a name that uh, really we came up with uh, to be memorable and catchy and uh, to say what we do. Yeah, we, it's spiffy. When something is spiffy, it's pretty neat. I wonder if the millennial market knows what spiffy means. Well, we'll, we'll help to educate <laughs> them, I expect. That's right. After they see what should work you do. Okay, so tell us, how long has the company been in operation? Um, Spiffco has been in existence as it is now for about three years. Um, prior to that, uh, it was a window cleaning company. Um, then I joined and joined my son in the business, mm-hmm. and um, we we expanded into floor, really expanded our floor care capacities, and uh, now have stopped cleaning the windows. But um, yeah, we clean. Uh, carpets, we clean tile and grout, and we clean hardwood floor and natural stone. We also do upholstery and and countertops and mm-hmm. shower surrounds, that sort of thing as well. Very nice. And uh, primarily in Sparks, Reno area? Or Reno, you... Reno Sparks area. We go outside the area occasionally down mm-hmm. maybe as far as Carson, yeah. uh, thereabouts. We were talking uh, just before the show about different kinds of floors. There's so many different Things that I mean, carpet is one, just one of many. But uh, people do 
hardwood floors. They do tile. And you and I were talking about something that I was exposed to in Arizona before I moved to northern Nevada a million years ago. And that was Saltillo tile, which is different. I don't see that here. Every region has their, their different uh, floorings and different roof types and structure types. But here in northern Nevada, uh, hardwood floors seem to be more prevalent to me. Uh, mo- most of the homes I visit, the home I moved into, hardwood floors. Um, is there a... Is there a type or a type of floor that's more common in this area and other areas? Well, I would say that it kind of depends, that trends kind of come and go. Mm-hmm. Um, hardwood floor it, flooring is very popular right now. It's kind of trending. Uh, tile, tile and grout as well. There's been a trend basically away from carpet. Um, essentially, people are tired of the whole hassle of getting the carpets cleaned and things of that nature. So they're they're going to what they think are more maintenance-free. Mm-hmm. Um, but they really aren't. You really <laughs> still need to clean yeah. them as well. Right. That's what I liked about hardwood floors is, to me, they're so easy because you can get at them fast. There's no, you know, you don't have the staining issues generally that you have with carpet and the wear out seems to last longer. But I was just talking to an associate just before he got here about our guesting and she said to me, does he do hardwood floors? I need That's, hardwood. <laughs> <laughs> they do get dirty. I realize it or not. There's there's uh, particulates that end up sticking no matter how often you dry mop or even uh, damp mop your your hardwood floors. At some point, mm-hmm. there's going to be a buildup. It's it, you don't have to get your hardwood floors cleaned nearly as often as you would say carpet, but eventually you do. They need they still they need, need that to be attention. Cleaned. Yeah. yeah. Um, how about moisture when it comes to hardwood floors? So when you clean them, when people clean them themselves, I, I don't do hardwood floors, so I don't know. But do you use water? Do you use chemicals? What, um, what do you use to clean Yeah, what, what you want to stay away from if you're doing it yourself is wet mopping. You don't really want to, you don't want to wet mop. You only get water on your hardwood floor. Um, it's okay. You can get water on there as long as you get it dried quickly enough, and sometimes that's a problem. We have a system that uses a combination of chemistry and deionized water that goes through into a special machine that that injects only a certain amount on the floor and then agitates it with a brush and then there's squeegees and vacuum that get it right back up pretty much at the, at the same time uh-huh. and that's the process we use and and uh amazing you'd be amazed at how much dirt comes off somebody's floor using that system oh i bet you mentioned something that most people don't know about, and I know very little about, and that's deionized water. So you use deionized water when you do the cleanings. What is the difference between deionized water and regular water? Probably most people's familiarity with deionized water is going to be the car wash when you go in and get your spot-free rinse. Yeah. Deionized water is water that's had all the dissolved solids taken out. All the minerals. Basically. All the minerals. Yeah. Anything that water and water by by nature is polar, and so it breaks other chemicals apart that sticks to the water. And so you in in uh, in in your water you have dissolved solids such as salts and 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 chlorine and all sorts of other things we remove that and the the beauty of doing that is is that one now you're you're talking about a zero total dissolved solid in your water and uh the water itself is we call it hungry water water being polar wants to want something to stick to it Mm -hmm. and so when we extract cleaning carpets or whatever we'll come in with a plant-based pre-spray and then uh, after we pre-spray and agitate, we extract using pure deionized water, which 
does two things. One, it really grabs everything that it touches and pulls it back with it as we extract. And then two, there's no residue. It doesn't. It dries chemical-free and residue-free mm. because the deionized water has nothing in it. If you leave tap water in a glass overnight or whatever in it, and it dries in the bottom of the glass, you always see that white stuff. Those are dissolved solids mm. that are left behind when the water evaporates. When we're done extracting with deionized water, there's no there's no dissolved solids in the water. And so when it evaporates and totally dries, which is just a matter of an hour or two after we're done, there are no there's no residue left behind. Mm-hmm. And so we're leaving your carpets cleaner and then they stay cleaner longer because residue any residue that's left begins to immediately reattract dirt. I think I'm learning more about carpet cleaning today than I've learned in my entire life. I thought you just used uh, something with a can, spray it, rub it, and vacuum it, and then it was done. But yeah, obviously, I, I, I'm no expert. <laughs> and the one time I tried, I did a horrible job. Um, it's amazing that you can do the work you do to clean floors chemical-free because that's my biggest issue with much of what's going on in home maintenance nowadays, Mike, is that there's so many chemicals involved. It just can't be good for your health. I bet people make comments about that. That's got to be one of the big reasons why people love to use Spifco over other carpet cleaners. One of the one of the big complaints that people have with the whole industry is that when they get their carpets cleaned, when they when they're done, the carpets are crusty and uh, they begin to resoil immediately. That's the big difference in what we do. Chemical, we, and we say it's chemical. The extraction is chemical free. We do use technically, but they're plant based and eco friendly, and they're green sealed pre spray. So mm-hmm. technically, we're using a little bit of chemistry up front. But when we're done, we've extracted all, and that's all gone. And, and so, and like I say, it's plant based, so it's not like you're coming in there with Clorox. Right. We don't use any stuff. kind of harsh chemicals or any kind of uh, toxic chemicals. Very nice. I'm talking with Mike Callahan. He's the owner of Spiffco Specialty Cleaning for Floors. Uh, does everything from carpets, hardwood floors, um, tile floors. I mean, you name it. He's got so much going on there. We're going to talk more with Mike when we come back later in the show. And we're also going to be talking about the latest statistics from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors and finding out if uh, homes are going to be affordable here for the next set of buyers and if sellers can get what they're looking for when they purchase homes. And then we're going to looking forward to having Sherry Hill join us from Sage International. She's going to talk to us a little bit about the value of incorporating small businesses, and that includes real estate investing businesses. Hang on, we'll be right back. Hi, this is Dan Ryder from Nevada Home Connections. I'm on Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Next week, right here on K-Hit 1450 and 94.1 FM. Tune in next Wednesday at 1 p.m. to learn about home affordability in Northern Nevada. Street Smarts on the house. Indulge yourself at the Nevada Women's Expo October 15th and 16th at the Grand Sierra Resort. You'll find the best resources in business, life, style, and health. A great time for women and men. Visit NevadaWomensExpo.com. Many times, closing a real estate deal fast is the key to getting the great deal done. At Socotra Capital, we help you get the money fast. This is Dave Washburn, Vice President of Loans and Investments at Socotra Capital. We are a hard money lender for real estate transactions that need to close fast, way before banks or institutional financing can complete the deal. We're ready to talk to you about closing your transaction quickly, and we can get you the money fast. Visit www.SocotraCapitalNevada.com or call 775-420-4990 
for a personal appointment. Thank you. Socotra Capital Nevada is located at 298 Kingsbury Grade, Suite 1G, State Line, Nevada, 89449. David Washburn's NMLS agent number 51269. Socotra Capital Nevada, Incorporated. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 23 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. You're tuned in to Nevada Real Estate Radio right here on the Lotus Broadcast Stations, 1450 AM and 94.1 FM, K-Hit Radio. And we are in our 11th year of broadcasting our radio show. Probably have helped thousands of people make great decisions when they're buying and selling, renting and renting out homes. There's so many nuances and so many details to take care of when you're in the real estate investing business because real estate investing business is so diverse. You can consider your real estate investing business if you own a condominium that you rent out or if you live in a duplex and you rent one side out, you're a real estate investor. You might own four homes that you're renting out to people and then have a little cash flow coming in. You're an investor. If you own a multifamily apartment building, 12 units, 20 units, 100 units or more. Same thing there. You can even be a real estate investor by just buying stocks that invest in real estate investments. There's so many ways to do it, but whatever you way you choose, you have to make sure you get the right decision. And that's what we help people get to is those right decisions by listening to what our experts have to say. Today, we have an expert in the studio on flooring, and his work involves carpet cleaning, tile and grout cleaning, ceiling, wood floor cleaning. I mean, they do upholstery, all sorts of things, but they do it in such a way that it is less harmful to the environment and less harmful to people because the way that they use deionized water and only plant-based chemicals at a minimum level to make sure that everything comes out right. So if you're a renter, you want to certainly use these kind of services. If you're looking to rent out your home, again, Spiffical might be right for you. And if you're buying a home and you're not sure who's been in that home for the years beforehand, again, Spiffical can take care of you in all those areas. What other areas of real estate and investing do we talk about today? Well, one of the big things, of course, is if you're going to get a mortgage, if you're going to borrow money to purchase your home, be it primary residence or investment, you have to one have one thing in focus, and that is your credit score and your credit report. That credit report is going to determine on behalf of the lender, you know, with the use help of a lender, how much money you can get, or even if you can get mortgage. So we're, today we're going to share some of the things that people think are true or actual facts, postulates, if you will, in the credit reporting industry, and which are just conceptions, misconceptions. So one of the big things is when you are getting married and suddenly you are going to be buying a home and you're thinking, hey, I've got a great credit score. I'm just going to go apply for a mortgage. Well, when you apply for that mortgage, your lender's going to want to know if you're married. And if you are, we're going to need a credit report. The bank is going to need to look at a credit report from your spouse. doesn't matter if that spouse is going to be on the mortgage. That credit report still has to be seen because now that you're married, guess what? In Nevada, it's community property state. You own half of what that other person has, including the debts. 
in most cases. That's why you have to have a great mortgage lender working with you to do that. So be prepared. When you go visit with a mortgage lender, they're going to ask for your spouse's social security, and they're going to want to take a look at your spouse's credit report to make sure there aren't any major issues there. Like, for instance, an outstanding judgment, a big judgment against a new spouse is going to affect a new spouse. How about a recent bankruptcy? Maybe there are still some obligations on that bankruptcy or a divorce. If there are still obligations, the new spouse that's coming into the family has to contend with that because that's part of that household obligation now. So it's not that the lenders are being nosy. It's that they absolutely want to know. Now, another thing that people think about when they work on their credit card balances and they're looking to improve their credit cards, they think that I'll just pay off that credit card in full every month. That's going to give me the best score. Well, that's not really the case. If you pay your credit card balance in full every single month and maybe too fast, you're not going to have really enough for the credit card companies and the banks to see if you know how to use credit, how to make payments on time, and and then they're going to be judging, are you making the max payment, the minimum payment? So you want to carry a little balance on your credit cards, but a small balance. Essentially, you should be looking at a percentage of your maximum limit, and we recommend that you keep that maximum limit on your balance somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 to 30% of your limit. And if you make the payments on that, sometimes make a minimum payment, sometimes make a little bit more, you're going to get one of the best scores that you've ever had based upon that one line item. Have more questions about credit and credit uh, improvement, credit repair? I'm a credit repair expert, and I can help you. You can call me anytime here at our radio show, Peter. And my telephone number is 775-223-3428 or send an email to me, Peter, at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com and tell me you want to talk about improving your credit score. With me in the studio today, I have a fantastic guest. His name is Mike Callahan from Spiffco Specialty Cleaning. Hope you're enjoying being with us today, Mike. Oh, I'm enjoying it immensely. This is a great experience. So when you are uh, out and about cleaning homes, uh, looking at floors, you've probably seen thousands of homes, right? Thousands of floors. We've seen a lot, yeah. Yeah, And sometimes I bet you see some real surprises too, huh? Yeah, we've seen some crazy things. Um, What are some of the wildest things that people do with their floors? um, Just all kinds of odd things being spilled. Uh, You know, anything from paint to oils there's always the uh, mystery spot that nobody seems to know what it is mm-hmm. and so then we, we're left to guess take our best we have to do some sleuthing and try yeah. to figure out what it is i had a guy once tell me he cleaned his carpets but the problem was that after about a week this spot would appear and he thought it was coming in from underneath like maybe somebody had spilled some oil or something on the floor before the carpet was laid and even though you clean it for a while it seeps up is that true can that happen uh yes it can and that's that's known technically as wicking and what happens is something gets spilled on the carpet and it goes down into the backing yeah. of the carpet. So mm-hmm. it goes all the way through into the backing. So you come and clean it. You clean the fibers. When you do that, uh, the carpet is left wet because of the hot water extraction process. And then that water, as that begins to evaporate, it it gloms onto and pulls up oh. the stuff that's underneath and it wicks up into the fiber and the spot reappears. Mm. If it's oil or something like that, it may wick up and you may not even see it for a while until the dirt begins to be attracted back to it. Yeah, um, We have several different ways that we can deal with anything that we suspect might be a wicking issue. Mm-hmm. We can't always 100% tell, mm-hmm. but generally when we find wicking issues, there's ways of cleaning it. Um, essentially leaving uh, a lot less 
moisture in that area so that it won't have that opportunity to wick back up. So mm-hmm. you can, we can put air movers on it and dry it quicker, things of that nature. Yeah. So nowadays, uh, people have pets, a lot of pets. When I was growing up, my, all the pets were outside. You know, I grew up on a farm, right? Animals outside, right. people inside. Yeah. Plus, big family. There wasn't any room for them. Exactly. <laughs> Nowadays, though, people treat their animals like children. And they let them run all over the house, sleep <laughs> in bed with them, watch TV, eat out of the refrigerator. Which pets create the biggest problem in a home as far as floor care? Is it dogs or cats? Wow, that's a good question. That's a loaded question. There's probably a lot of cat and dog lovers out there who are going to disagree with anything I might say. I don't. I've seen terrible things from both. Uh, I would have to say my own personal opinion is that cats can can wreak more havoc than dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, but cats seem to be more stealth. You don't yeah, really know exactly. like, where. You know someplace, but you don't know yeah. where. And it takes a while to, before you, you begin to smell it. Exactly. Yeah. And big dogs, big animals versus small animals, that's the other thing. Uh, cats, at least fortunately, are smaller. Um, a big dog can really unload. It's volume. And, yeah. 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 And, and really wreak some havoc. So when you're doing, uh, and we're, you know, most people are thinking like we're talking about carpets maybe for the damage, but what about hardwood floors? Uh, I have uh, friends that have pets and I kind of, I believe those hardwood floors are getting some uh, toenail traction and toenail action from these dogs that are walking back and forth on the hardwood floors. Does it, can it really do damage? It can. It depends. There's a lot of different uh, hardwood products out there now. Some of the engineered products are practically bulletproof with the type of urethane that they're using now on those products. And so those those tend to do a lot better than some of the older products. But yeah, any anything that puts... When you get down to the size of a toenail on, a, on a, say, a large dog, you're talking thousands of pounds per square inch mm-hmm. on that particular thing. And that's going to cause a dent in anything. So that's something to be aware of. And uh, really, the only remedy for a really scratched up floor is to sand it down and refinish it. So um, I see here on your card, your website is spiffco, S-P-I-F-C-O, Reno, Reno. Dot com. When people go to that website, uh, what do they see? Do they see maybe some photos of the work you've done, or what's it look like? Yeah, there's a lot of things they can do on and see on that website. Uh, they can investigate and see all of the different services we perform. Uh, we have uh, different sections for each um, each of our services. We have um, videos on there that people can see us in action. We do have some before and after pictures, I believe. There's... Um, there's just a, it's it's a pretty uh, pretty large site, but they can come on there also as well. They can contact us through a submission forms, and then they can even uh, request an appointment. Mm-hmm. They can go on there and say, hey, you know what? Next Wednesday Wednesday would work great for me, as well as Friday, uh, perhaps. And they can go in and put some specifics and submit that form. We can take a look at our schedule and call them up and get uh, time that works. Not all floor companies are created equal. Floor carrying companies, that is, and that's today we're talking with Spiffco. And your card says it's specialty cleaning, so it's different. I mean, I would imagine that most other cleaners don't use deionized water, and I would imagine most cleaners, uh, carpet cleaners, are, they just want to get the job done quickly, and so maybe they use more chemicals than others. I don't know, but what I do know is that your company at Spiffco has the right angle because, like you say, your slogan is keeping your world spiffy, and I love that. Yeah, as far as as far as I know, we are the only one of two companies in the entire United States that is using this process of DI. There's one other company in Seattle, Washington, who I'm really not all that familiar with, but I am familiar with what they do. 
And um, they're the only other ones that I'm aware of that, that do it. Well, we're glad that you're here in northern Nevada. We're going to put all of your contact information on our website so that people oh, can you. reach you easily, get information from you. We're going to continue our conversation with another guest. Sherry Hill is going to be coming in to join us, talking a little bit about, yes, floor care, talking about real estate and real estate for investing, the importance of incorporating your investment business if you are buying investment property. And we're going to have a few more guides for you on improving your credit and maintaining good credit so that when you're ready to buy a home or anything with credit and getting a mortgage specifically, you'll have the best score possible. So stay tuned. We'll be back with more on Nevada Real Estate Radio. But first, we're going to hear from my friend Rocket Tom, someone who helps me think outside the globe. Welcome to Think Outside the Globe with Rocket Tom Taramina. This mission debriefing EW101 is the blowout. The mission objective was to extract crude oil from the ground safely and profitably. The mission, the mission profile. profile. Maintaining the effective extraction of crude oil from producing wells is a complex and dangerous undertaking. There's machinery with many moving parts, typically running for extended periods of time, which must operate flawlessly. Crude oil typically contains unwanted byproducts like sulfur, natural gas, and paraffin that must be dealt with before refining. The flight. Well production companies have a number of specialized technicians who perform periodic maintenance on the wellheads. In this case study, the mission was to maintain a particular wellhead that was being backed up by excessive paraffin. The process involves injecting hot oil and back into the well to melt the paraffin and remove it. Also in this case, the valve used to connect to the hot oil machine had recently been replaced. Houston, Houston, we have a problem. problem. The hot oiler technician arrived on site and connected his equipment to the newly installed valve. He had difficulty in making the hose and valve mate. The oil is heated with an open propane flame under a large storage tank. The operator started the process, and within a few minutes, the wellhead exploded, expelling natural gas and oil that ignited from the open flame onto the truck. The technician was killed. Our forensic investigation revealed that the new valve was actually a water valve, which did not meet the safety requirements for crude oil. A series of human errors was discovered, starting with the distributor shipping the water valve in place of the oil valve, and that mistake not being discovered by a long list of individuals who caused the valve to be installed on the wellhead. The final blame was put on the technician who installed the valve because the threads did not match and he forced it onto the pipe fitting. Think, Think outside, outside the, globe. the globe. For any business, all processes must be documented, trained, and the operator certified for competency. The operators must be trained in the consequences of the work they do and be accountable to themselves and everyone in the chain. Just because a supplier, technician, or other individual process worked flawlessly for years, that does not mean it will be flawless today. Remove liability by verifying each process step is completed to the specification before moving forward. For more on Think Outside the Globe, visit me at rockatom.com. This is Melissa Manessas, Home at Last Specialist at Nevada Rural Housing Authority. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla right here on K-Hit, 1450 AM and 94.1 FM. Gather your girlfriends for a day of fun and pampering at the Nevada Women's Expo, October 15th and 16th, Grand Sierra Resort, nevadawomensexpo.com. 
And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning into our show today. We're having a good time talking with industry experts when it comes to real estate and real estate for investing, just like we have been over the course of the last 11 years. Every Wednesday, 1 p.m. right here on 99, right here on 1450 a.m. And 94.1 FM, the Lotus Broadcast Stations in Northern Nevada. In the studio with me, Mike Callahan. Mike Callahan is with us, and he is the owner of Spiffco Specialty Cleaning. We've been talking about keeping your world spiffy by having complete floor care. And also with us today in the studio, joining us now is Sherry Hill. Sherry is the CEO, president, owner, and the wealth protection diva at Sage International. Welcome to join us today, Sherry. Thank you, Peter. Always a pleasure to be here and meet someone new, Mike. Yes, <laughs> Mike. Nice to meet you, Sherry. So, yeah, I'm glad you were able to come into the show with us, Sherry. We're talking about all sorts of things when it comes to real estate and real estate for investing, besides floor care, that's com- taking care of your credit report, finding the right lender, uh, using the right kind of realtors for your certain type of project. But, you know, many people, when they're buying investment property, Sherry, they don't know they're really going into business. Explain to our listeners what we're talking about. Well, bottom line is, you know, anytime you go into business, you should be thinking of three main things. One is asset protection. Two is reducing your tax liability. And three is starting to think about exit or estate planning. Those first two sound a lot alike, asset protection and Limiting your taxes. I mean, Tax li- liabilities, yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, then, and then exit strategies. Now, that's something that most people don't talk about when they're going into business. I hear a lot of new business owners, they talk about all the great things they're going to do, the wonderful clients they're going to have. Never hear people talk about the exit strategy. Explain that. Well, you should be the, – the day you open your business is the day you should be thinking about when you're going to close it, whether by choice, by chance, or by opportunity. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so that means that you have to be thinking about long term, right? So if, especially as a real estate investor, it's great while you're in the game up front, you're buying properties, selling properties, but what happens when you decide you don't want to be that landlord anymore, or you decide that you don't want to own real estate anymore, or mm-hmm. maybe you've invested in other states and it's, it's hard to manage? What are you going to do with it without paying a whole bunch of tax? And there's a lot of technical issues. I mean, I, there's a lot of hassle, I'm sure, when you're in your 70s, 80s. As you get older and you have a bunch of stuff, real estate, who knows what other things you have, hidden treasures in your home. I mean, somebody has to deal with that. And as you get older in age, it's less likely that you're going to do it yourself because, let's face it, we all run out of energy little by little. Absolutely. And the key is you don't want to give up the income if possible, but you do want to give up the physical asset called real estate. Mm -hmm. So there are many methods to deal, 1031 exchanges, uh, certainly trust, foundations, lots of ways you can move highly appreciated assets. But you got to have someone in your circle that understands all of that and what would make sense for you. You know, I love listening to you talk with your clients and your prospects, Sherry, when you're giving them consultation because you're such a helpful person with everybody's business. And everybody's business is different. And, you know, there's all the family businesses and then there's the partners businesses and then there's corporate businesses. And and each one person can make a huge difference in a company. You've been doing your work for 23 years plus. And I would bet that there's no two days that really seem to be the same. Never. 
every client is different. Every way that people want to build wealth is different. Every way, the family dynamics, and, and of course, what's going on across the nation, trending mm-hmm. as far as new business opportunities. And I had an awesome um, chance to go speak up at UNR last night on social entrepreneurship. These are all young people. Mm-hmm. We're talking about philanthropy and how you use corporations, foundations, nonprofits to really secure your passion, move forward, and help the planet. So Mm. it's always fun to be able to do things like that. So, yes, every day is different. Our guest in the studio today, besides Sherry Hill, is Mike Callahan. He's the owner of Spiffical. Mike, when we started the show today, you mentioned that you came into the business. Your son already owned the company, right? Correct. Yeah. My son had started the business as a window cleaning company and then had had gotten into floor care. And Mm -hmm. then when I joined him, we decided that floor care was really what we wanted to focus on and expand. I think that makes sense. I'm not a tall man. (laughs) So windows are way up there. Me, the floors. I can always reach the floors. (laughs) (laughs) Is it workers' comp and liability insurance will kill you in the window cleaning Ah, business? Absolutely. Um, Good reason for that. Unless there's always one spot, right? I always always miss a spot. (laughs) I always wonder why people said they don't do windows, you know, but now I know why. It's it's kind of a dangerous uh, trek up there. But um, I'm just curious to know, uh, you and your son, uh, you plan on staying in business a long time. Mike, have you guys talked about an exit strategy? We have uh, dreamed of an exit strategy, strategy perhaps um, down the road mm-hmm. at some point. Building, we we are building Spifco as a franchisable model. We're not sure that we're ever going to franchise it, but mm-hmm. we want it to be franchisable, mm-hmm. just because the business is going to run smoother that way. Yeah. Um, and then if when we get to that point, if we ever want to sell the business, it'll be an attractive. Uh, package for someone. Yeah, you know, that's uh, and I, I do remember one conversation Sherry was having with a client, and she invited me to join her. And she was talking with somebody who owned a business, and that person I don't remember the person. Uh, it was maybe a year ago or so, Sherry. But do you remember he was saying to you that uh, he made a lot of money in his company, but he kept a lot of it in his pocket because it was kind of somewhat of a cash business. And now he was going to sell his business. He was all excited because he was going to be able to tell the new owner, the the prospective owner, "Hey, this is the kind of money it generates on paper." and this is the kind of money you can put in your pocket. I mean, there's just it's great opportunity. What was the big mistake that he was making that in reality? Well, he was not reporting all his income. Basically, so, A, uh, fraud, yeah. tax fraud, but more important, his financials did not reflect the truth of how much money he was making. Mm-hmm. And when you can't reflect that, the value of the business goes way down. Yeah, because most don't most business buyers get a business broker or somebody that does an analysis, basically, of the financials to see if you're paying a fair price. Right, and putting money under the table or under your mattress. This is more than once I've seen it. And it really hurts you in the long run mm-hmm. if you're smart then you have you know the ability to really reduce your taxes effectively legally mm-hmm. yet you're building up the asset called your business by doing it right and showing exactly how much revenue you're generating what is that return on investment that's the proof you need to be able to sell a business at top dollar All right so your exit strategy you want to get your max value your max dollar for what the business is worth but you don't want to sacrifice that by having to put a few dollars in your pocket all along the way. I wonder, Sherry, is there a way that you can do both? Is there a way that you can keep more money in your pocket and still show great uh, cash flow in your business so that you can take both benefits, the cash, and then when you sell it, you get much more money? Well, sure. You show that you're paying yourself. 
So who wants to buy a business if the owner isn't making any money? So not only making money to pay the bills and so on, but that you also are earning a paycheck Mm -hmm. so that if I step in, I know that, um, gosh, everything else is getting paid but me. So, yeah, that's strategy. That's what I do. It's really looking at everything you're doing and making sure that if that franchise model or you have a 10-year plan, that the decision-making you're doing today, how that's going to affect you down the road, Mm -hmm. um, those are critical decisions, and they Mm -hmm. can either help you or hurt you if you don't do it right. Well, what happens, though, when people say, Sherry, my my business is so different from everybody else's. Uh, You know, you might be talking to a guy that sells used tires, and then in the afternoon, a guy comes in, he's an inventor. Then another guy comes in, he's a floor cleaner. I mean, are there a lot of differences in businesses or do they have some, are they the general principles that you look at first going in? Well, general principles, you know, the financials, the HR, those are all standard. The creativity and the fun comes in the marketing, how you generate revenue, things you're not thinking about. How do you use those assets that you're not thinking about and bring those into the business? And that's where having someone who's been there and done that and helped a lot of people to be able to do what I call cash those checks in your head, Mm -hmm. things that you have, you're not using, you're not leveraging, you're not placing value on, and it's a change in mindset and developing additional streams of income that you never thought you had. Yeah, you, you got it together. You've done so much work in business formation, business direction, helping people that have struggling businesses. I know many times the answer's right there. They just can't see it because they're so close. Uh, neat thing about our show, Sherry, is that we not only let our listeners know and hear our conversations with our experts, but our guests in the studio like you and Mike Callahan from Spiffco today, you have a chance to chat with each other. Is there anything that you would like to know about floor caring? Yes, I have uh, real hardwood floors and they're in need of refinishing. And I know that there's an old way of doing it and a new way without dust and causing a bunch of stuff. So I wanted to ask that question to you, Mike. Can you do this without creating a whole bunch of dust and disaster? Well, the, the, the real short answer is it depends. Oh, no. Um, you sound like a lawyer. <laughs> we, we do have a process that after we clean the hardwood, we can uh, you put on a rejuvenating coat, which is an acrylic wear coat that we can put on. But you have to have existing urethane. So when, you're, when your floors are getting tired looking um, before the urethane wears through to the wood, or is too scratched up, our process won't cover scratches um, unless they're very minor and minuscule. So we can rejuvenate the hardwood floor that way. And there's, there is no dust. There's no fumes. It's a, not a noxious product at all. You can't even smell it at all. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a, And it's a water-based product as well. But, um, you know, the caveat is if it's worn too far, um, you have no choice. You have to sand and refinish yeah, it that I'm, way. Yeah, I'm at that point. Sand yeah. and no. refinishing. There's no. places that are worn. Others look brand new. Right. So when it's just those high traffic areas. Through, yeah. mm-hmm. Yep. That's, might, might have to get some equipment or maybe get an estimate. There we go. Yeah, yeah. We might have to do that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, Mike Callahan from Spiffco, your opportunity. Do you have any questions for Sherry Hill, Wealth Protection Diva, about the business, corporations, or anything of that nature that she might help you with? Um... Gosh, put me on the spot here. I haven't really. I probably have a lot of questions. <laughs> I probably just need to sit down and, and talk to Sherry at some point. Um, you know, and, and 
specifically. No, I don't have anything right off the top of my head. But, yeah, you sound like a wealth of information. So, Oh, maybe we'll have an appointment coming there, too. Yeah. <laughs> On our show today, we're talking about the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors' latest information. You know, it wasn't back too, too far, a couple of months ago, that the median price on a home – in northern Nevada was 316000 Then it went up a little bit more. And now, the most recent, in September of 2016, the median home price in Reno, Nevada, $325,000. Amazing. Now, what I did find out on the new report, too, is that there's a bigger disparity now, though, than ever between Reno and Sparks. The median home price in Sparks, Nevada, $270,000. That's a difference $55,000. Can you imagine that? Going from one city to the other, that this close, Reno Sparks, and a difference of 55000 Well, there's obviously more than just the house, but that is a huge number because people are more and more looking for affordability when they purchase homes. The next report we have is from Fernley, Nevada. More people are looking at Fernley as a great opportunity to purchase a home, especially if you're going to be working perhaps in the Tahoe Industrial Center. The median price in Fernley, Nevada, $199,000. Now, when you compare that to the difference in Reno itself, that's huge. That's $126,000 difference. I know you got to spend some gas money driving back and forth from Fernley, but really, how long is it going to take you to make up that kind of money? Sherry Hill, what do you think of those numbers? Is that amazing to you? Did you ever think you'd see numbers like that coming back this fast? No, not that fast, meltdown? but it's good. And But, you know, always a cautionary tale to, uh, especially as an investor, you buy on cash flow, not on appreciation. Very good. Very <laughs> good. Uh, median household income, too, was reported today. And uh, $55,000, i am sorry, $56,000 and some change is the median home price in the U.S. on average. So I did some calculations. And when you break that down across the country, uh, and if you were out applying for a loan, you could probably afford to purchase a home at somewhere in the neighborhood of two hundred seventy to $290,000. So unfortunately, that's not quite enough to make it for the median price in Reno, putting more challenges and more pressure on income and households if they want to purchase a home. So people like to you know, want to buy the home, but they have to find some creative ways to do that. And some of the creative ways to do that is to team up with somebody else, maybe buy a duplex, a threeplex, a fourplex, or maybe move to Fernley, Nevada, where you can get more value for your money. If you have any questions about the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, median sales price report. You can give me a call anytime after the show, 775-223-3428, right here on Nevada Real Estate Radio. So Mike Callahan from Spifco has been with us. Mike, I hope you've enjoyed being on our show today. And we're looking forward to seeing a lot of clean floors whenever we're out and about at holiday parties. I bet you're busy this time of the year. It's starting to pick up, yeah. As it gets closer to the holidays, it gets busier and busier. But thank you, Peter. I really enjoyed being on the show today, and I was happy to be a guest. It's great. I'm glad to have you here, and uh, I encourage anybody who wants to take special care of their floors to at least get with Mike Callahan and get an estimate, see what it's got going on. Mike, your website for our listeners? Yes, uh, www.spiffcoreno.com. All right, we're going to put that on our website, Nevada Real Estate Radio, along with your phone number, too, in case anybody wants to reach out to you. But I appreciate you being here, and hopefully you'll come back and talk to us again soon. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Sherry Hill from Sage International has been with us as well. Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you, Peter. Appreciate it. Any final thoughts for our listeners if they're thinking about going into business? Well, whether you're going into business as an investor, a professional, or an entrepreneur, you want to make sure you talk with someone 
who mm-hmm. has some great idea about the best way to structure that business so you accomplish your goals. All right. And uh, if anybody wants to reach out to you, give us your website at Sage International. Sageintl.com, or you can call me for a free 30-minute consultation, 775-786-5515. That's great. We'll put it on our calendar. I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in as well. My name is Peter Padilla, your host here on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Tell your friends and family, too, to join us next week because we're on the air. Same time, same station. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com. So, you're thinking about buying investment real estate. Getting the right mortgage is a critical part of your decision. This is Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit summitfunding.net slash L-C-A-R-R or call 775-626-0775 for personal service. This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750. Our branch NMLS number is 1042857. Summit Funding's NMLS number is 3199. Thank you. Summit Funding is an equal housing lender.